Do you ever wish you could have a life do-over, similar to a makeover or a house renovation? A chance to try something again with a different result? Try Again with Monique is a place where I will give you my take and also hear from you regarding the questions and challenges we all face in life. You will either be inspired to try life again, over and over again, or make some really good lemonade from those sour lemons. Either way, I got you. If at first you don't succeed, try again with Monique. Last week, I talked about peace and how it can be an added benefit to us and to those we interact with. Please go back and listen to episode 36 if you haven't already done so. I believe it will uplift you. Speaking of uplift, today's topic is joy. Joy is defined as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. It has also been described as a deep inner gladness that you have regardless of what is going on around you. Joy is something most people seek, but it's elusive for so many because it's not something you can conjure up, make happen or pay for, and it's not attached to things. It is not situational. It's not conditional. It doesn't shift. Joy is an internal constant. Joy is similar to peace, which I talked about last week, in that it is an internal thing that's not affected or changed by what is happening around or outside of you. It is an attitude from within. And because joy is internal, you can possess it regardless of your circumstance, rich or poor, black or white, up or down, privileged or unprivileged, able or unable, stable or or unstable because joy as a quote says is the happiness that doesn't depend on what happens you know so often we relate joy to an event or a milestone i'll be happy or have joy in my life when i make a certain salary or have a specific dollar amount in my bank account have a you know particular career retire go on vacation live in a certain house or neighborhood when my kids reach a certain age and and so on The truth is you can have joy at every stage and in every season of your life because it's a choice you make. You choose joy. You choose to be joyful no matter what. Just imagine if you waited and held your breath for your kids to become adults so you can be happy. You'll miss so many moments along the way that you'll never get back or be able to recreate once they're adults. And you'll probably find out that your kids becoming adults and leaving your house won't bring you as much joy as you thought it would. Because most of what we believe will bring us joy is in our minds and our imaginations. You have to make the most out of every moment of your life because life is a journey, not a destination. Joy is not a destination. It is what you take with you as you travel. It's your carry-on bag, so to speak. There's a quote to beware of destination addiction, a preoccupation with the idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, and with the next partner. Until you give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. There's another quote. Sometimes you have to let go of the picture of what you thought life would be like and learn to find joy in the story you're living. You know, there was a study done at Harvard mentioned in the Harvard Gazette that discovered close relationships more than money or fame are what keep people happy throughout their lives. According to this study, close relationships help to delay mental and physical decline and are better predictors of long and happy lives than social class, IQ, 
or even genes. The study further found that the people who were the most satisfied in their relationships at age 50 were the healthiest at age 80. This is so interesting to me because it shows that we should value people over so many other things we deem important and necessary, especially in America, like money, social status, climbing the ladder of success, and so on. I'm thinking right now of the song lyrics by the artist Prince that say, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Our lives being connected to other people's lives is a needed source of joy, and it's what helps us collectively, as Prince says, get through this thing called life. Maybe that is why the Bible says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. There's a book titled Book of Joy, Lasting Happiness in Today's World that is a compilation of conversations between the Dalai Lama, a spiritual leader in Tibet, and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, a spiritual leader in South Africa. Both are Nobel Prize winners who discuss in this book how to find joy in a complex prone to suffering world. Dalai Lama says, from the moment of birth, every human being wants to discover happiness and avoid suffering. No differences in our culture or our education or our religion affect this. From the very core of our being, we simply desire joy and contentment. But so often these feelings are fleeting and hard to find, like a butterfly that lands on us and then flutters away. They both came up with what the book calls eight pillars of joy or, you know, eight things you need to cultivate to have lasting joy in your life. They divided those pillars into, you know, two main categories, mind and heart. And so the mind categories are perspective, humility, humor, and acceptance. The heart categories are forgiveness, gratitude, compassion, and generosity. I want to talk just briefly about, you know, five of those eight pillars because I believe that um, you can't have joy in your life without them. And, and those five are perspective, gratitude, generosity, humor, and forgiveness. So it looks like I picked three from the heart category and two from the mind category. And so the first is perspective. You may have heard the expression perspective is everything. Well, that is true, especially when you're going through trying times. If, if you see the world coming to an end or you don't see a way out every time you experience a hardship, then your actions are going to follow what you believe. In other words, you're going to give up. You're going to get depressed. You're going to not seek help or seek a solution because you've already talked yourself out of the hope and of the possibility of a way out. Self-talk matters and how you talk to yourself and how you talk to others about your situation really frames your perspective and determines your actions, which eventually Eventually impact the outcome. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, and that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Henry Ford says, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Because your perspective also drives your emotions. Uh, perspective is really kind of like the driver and emotions are pretty much going where your perspective takes them. So your perspective affects your willingness and ability to have joy in your life. So if joy is what you want, you have to have a positive perspective, one that looks for the good in any given situation that will lead you to hope and eventually lead you to joy. The next pillar I want to talk about is gratitude. And, and gratitude really causes you to focus on what you 
you are and should be grateful for, what is, you know, going right over what is going wrong, what you uh, have versus what you don't have and, and so on. I, I call that an attitude of gratitude. The Bible tells us in everything to give thanks. I really believe that this scripture is ultimately trying to teach us to find the good and stay hopeful by maintaining an attitude of gratitude. Dalai Lama says the most important quality to have toward your day is gratitude for what you have experienced, even for what was hard and what allowed you to learn and grow. The next pillar is generosity. Generosity is not only a benefit to other people, but it gives you a feeling of joy and satisfaction that you, you know, you made someone's day, you lifted them up, you, uh, or enhanced their life in some way. You'll never really have that same feeling being selfish and only being generous with and to yourself. The Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. There's something really about giving to other people. I know this uh, to be true, that keeps joy flowing in your life. If you don't believe me, I suggest that you try it and you'll see what I'm talking about. Desmond Tutu says, we are wired to be caring for the other and generous to one another. We shrivel when we are not able to inter interact. I mean, that is part of the reason why solitary confinement is such a horrendous punishment. The next uh, pillar is humor. Humor, to me, goes without saying. I mean, it keeps your perspective positive. Laughter is good for the soul and it's contagious. I don't know if you've ever heard someone's laugh and laughed with them like I have, not even knowing what they were laughing about. Uh, that's how contagious laughter is. And the Bible says a joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. Dalai Lama says, laugh at yourself and don't be so pompous and, and serious. If you start looking for the humor in life, you'll find it. You'll stop asking why me and start recognizing that life happens to all of us. It makes everything easier, including your ability to accept others and accept all that life will bring. Uh, that last pillar uh, that I want to talk about is forgiveness. Uh, and the Bible says forgive and you'll be forgiven. Lord knows we all need forgiveness, so we should really extend it freely to others. Also, think about it. Light and dark can't exist, you know, in the same space. That is also true of joy and sorrow. Just like light dispels darkness, joy will take the place of bitterness, anger, and all that other stuff that threatens to take away your joy. And relationships really do work so much better when we forgive and we're forgiven. So if, you know, if you keep your heart and your slate clean, you can maintain, not just have, but maintain joy in your life. It can be an ongoing thing. Desmond Tutu says, without forgiveness, we remain tethered to the person that harmed us. Until we can forgive them, that person will hold the keys to our happiness. That person will be our jailer. When we forgive, we take back control of our own fate and our feelings. We become our own liberator. Joy is also a fruit of the spirit, which is one of nine qualities that should be evident in the lives of followers of Jesus Christ. There's a song by C.C. Winans, one of my favorite artists, uh, and the lyrics are simply, I've got Jesus, so I've got joy. And, and the lyrics go on to say, joy like a river running through my soul, joy all around me everywhere I go, even in the desert it overflows. I've got Jesus, so I've got joy. There's a series of scriptures I want to share with you about joy, and I'm just going to read right through them. Uh, and the first is in his presence is fullness of joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. 
but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's one of my favorites. Happy is he who trusts in or whose hope is in the Lord. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. And my final quote, life is hard. Choose joy anyway. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Try Again with Monique. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to leave a review wherever you are listening. Please also remember to hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when new episodes are available. New episodes will be posted weekly. Please also like and follow us on Facebook. Try Again with Monique is a production of GM Associates released under Creative Common Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license. Remember, if at first you don't succeed, try again with Monique.